this is the podcast. It's called the Right Right Podcast. It's your weekly pep talk on living the running life. My name is Elon. I'm John. And I'm Craig. And today we're going to be talking about something that uh, might be controversial because of the nature of the very work that we do. Today we're going to be talking about going outside. Um, because we talked about, you know, outreach online, we've talked about community online, we've talked about digitally marketing your book, but what about non-digital communication? Uh, this means going to bookstores, uh, to readings, to actually meeting people at cafes, to going to conventions, um, to going to literary events in your town, uh, or, you know, genre events, wherever they may be. Um, and there are a lot of different takes on this, and I think that this is going to be particularly interesting because just looking at the notes, it sounds like the three of us have fairly different experiences and uh, limitations or desires vis-a-vis -vis, um, vis going outside as a writer. Um, so I will say this. I recently had my very first convention experience. I went to FogCon, which is uh, Friends of Genre Con, uh, just outside of San Francisco. And uh, it's really focused on inclusion. It's a fairly small convention. Um, and I had a wonderful time. I met a large group of people uh, who invited me into a Slack group. And it has just been like, I felt like it was a like a level up experience for me. Like it, it was the difference between me being a hobbyist writer at home and joining a larger community. Even though I've already joined one online, there was something about doing it in person that really felt like I had taken the next step. Uh, but I know that's not the case for everyone. So how do you guys feel about going outside? Um, well, I have been to a con as a published author. Um, Without giving away my author pen name, I will say that it's of the genre where the characters take their clothing off pretty quick. Um, sorry, I have a cat that's digging into the couch next to me. <laughs> um, cats and their cameos. What was I saying? Yes, so I have I write the genre where people take their clothes off pretty quickly, which can be kind of awkward to go to a public author convention and say, hey, I write this stuff. Uh, and the first con I went to as a author, I read an excerpt of this rather dirty novel to a room full of older women, and one of them very exuberantly gave me advice of how to make it even dirtier nice. after it was done. Uh, it was really interesting, though, because I got that experience of people coming up to me and saying, I read your book, I loved it so much, and it like, I had postcards, and it's like, can you sign this postcard? It was really interesting. Um, kind of fulfilling, kind of also unreal. Like, I, it was very confusing in many ways. Um, that being said, I honestly don't think I'll do it again, partly because it's very draining. It takes a lot of energy out of me, and I think I was sick by the end of the weekend, as I often am at the end of writing conventions. I've been to a few of them. Just yeah, there's something about catching a plague there that happens. Yeah, and so like there is that risk. Um, and then also, I being the type of author that writes stories where people take their clothing off, it I kind of get uncomfortable finding out how excited some people get by my stories, and it's like I don't really want to have those conversations um that i've had some very interesting experiences in that one place where i read the excerpt there was a much older woman who i think she was a retired school librarian 
also read an excerpt from her book immediately after mine, and it was filthy. Absolutely filthy. <laughs> and I was so uncomfortable. Yeah. Cons <laughs> make me uncomfortable as an author of my genre. All right. I, and I've had mixed experiences. Uh, I've been to a few conventions. Also did go as a published author, although... Um, I I think the term was talked up a lot higher than I thought at the time. I said, "Oh, I'm a published author because a small publisher had offered me a, a contract on a very short piece I'd written, and uh, it's no longer available." Um, but you know, it, it it was it got me out there into the scene and and sort of uh, so my experience though going to this convention where I am a quote unquote published author with this short story uh and it was kind of embarrassing because i was there to promote myself um and yet you have all these other people who have like these full length books written and they're they're authors they've they've got a platform sometimes they have like table with all these books and all these fans coming and i had no idea what i was doing um just imagine john on the same panel as robert j sawyer which i have been on yeah wow. i on the same panel with him and in fact we were there as editors this same publisher is the one I apprenticed with as an editor and this was kind of a mistake I really wasn't supposed to be on that panel but my publisher uh, was sick and I had to take her place because she had the table so I was there wow. uh, critiquing slush pile this green green in the gills editor and I've got all these editors including Robert J. Sawyer oh my god why they stopped reading and I'm like uh, I didn't like the repetition of this <laughs> that is that sounds mortifying that sounds scarring it was scarring now the one good thing is Robert J. Sawyer you know he kind of took to me he actually bought a, a bought a copy of my That's nice. uh, short story I don't know if he ever read it I actually I emailed him to follow up and never heard back so you know I'm assuming with authors they are busy and they hmm. probably screen who they, how they respond, um, but you know, at any rate, the support he offered at the convention was definitely great because he helped me to sort of see that, you know, um, there's so much more to writing than what you're doing now. And if it wasn't for that, I wouldn't have made some choices later on. It's like, you know what, I'm gonna get into my own, do my own editing company, and I'm gonna look at how to build myself up as a writer and and break in on a different level. Um, so I could say definitely with conventions, I love the idea of going to them as a writer, just going to hang out with writers with no agenda. And when I think about my future plans, um, with publishing, however those might look, uh, it's definitely not in my, I have no intention to go to a convention to look for agents, to meet publishers to get my book published to meet readers if i go to conventions it's going to be just for fun and i might even dress up as a star trek officer or something like that or make up some funny name and just pretend to be some guy who yeah. scribbles in his book occasionally yeah. and uh, learn from people and get to know them so <laughs> that's my take <laughs> yeah I think that I think that I think that there's something really 
poignant about your uh your experience and your resulting uh resolution um the going to a place going to the press of a convention with the intention of selling or yourself your book or whatever is necessarily stressful because for you it's uh there there's this transactional element that um that will uh that will likely color every conversation you have there and um it's you know when i went to the convention that i went to there were a lot of people who were kind of like shopping their pitches um but i i focused on and it was my first time so i don't know how the how the next convention i go to is going to feel um I know that I'm going to be going to more. Uh, I already I already have a membership for Worldcon in Helsinki this year. Like I I I did I'm doing this all wrong. I went to one convention, so I'm going to Worldcon. <laughs> That's good though. Worldcon is a good one to go to. It's just it's going to be insane. I, I got my uh, I got my Airbnb all 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 settled uh, for Finland. Um, and and just prior to to that, I'm going to be spending a week on the Writing Excuses cruise. So I'm going like. Diving straight into the deep end, uh, it's going to be, it's going to be absolutely outrageous. Um, and I am, you know, like it'll be, it'll, it'll be what it'll be. Um, and I, I have this kind this, this idea that like, Hey, maybe I'll, um, maybe I'll meet like an agent or an editor that, that likes what I've got to say. Um, but my intention in going is explicitly to meet like-minded people who write, who enjoy writing, to expand my network, but not in a professional capacity, in a social writing world capacity. I loved meeting writers and talking to writers and learning about the way that they approach the craft and learning about how they condense ideas out of the ether. And I just found the environment so inspiring that I wanted immediately to go and just meet more writers and and just chat people up at cafes and be like, so what you writing about? What's what, what's up? What's up? What's up? But that's like creepy and you shouldn't do it. So don't do that. Um, but there are like, there's non-convention things you can do to go hang out outside. Um, do any of those interest you? Like, you know, like uh, local writing groups, um, meetups, you know, reading events at uh, local genre bookstores, whatever. Like, does any of that stuff appeal to you? Um. Well, we have a writer's group that we go to um, that I find quite helpful. It's the two of us plus uh, one other person consistently for five, six years now. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. Um, and then we have another one that comes semi-regularly. We've got another guy that started out. So I do like that sort of outing. Um, I generally don't go to... We have a really good bookstore here in the city that does a lot to promote local authors, but... My one criticism of them is that they are not friendly to genre writers. Mm. Um, so if you write sci-fi uh, or romance or anything like that, they're not really friendly to you. They're fantasy only about serious literary fiction kind of thing? Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. fantasy is the one genre that they might take a bit seriously, but uh, for the most part, they're not genre friendly. Um, and that's sort of what the book culture in this city has sprouted from, I think. So being a genre writer, I don't find it a very welcoming city, unfortunately, mm -hmm. for genre writers, even though it has a really strong literary culture here in the city. Like, we we have this really strong literary culture. We have, I think, like two or three book festivals. You guys should open a genre bookstore. 
No we pressure, should. whatever. There yeah. are actually a couple of genre bookstores in the city, but, uh, well, just a mystery one. Yeah, so Future I don't Future business really, plans. Yeah, I don't really... I've, that's, that's one of my secret dreams, is to own a genre bookstore. Um, a, a bookstore slash like event space and I, the octopus literary salon which i mentioned a few episodes ago is like the perfect amalgam they have food beer um uh, and they're hosting reading events and it's, it's just like a mellow space and oh. it, it feels very homey to to, to go there it, like you know you feel like you're you're walking into somewhere that understands you uh without having to explain yourself and that's something that's really nice about uh about finding that 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 space um, but you know the um the reality is is that that these types of writing writing is a strange thing. I don't know if this is if if I'm like meandering too far off the topic right now, so please wrangle me if i if I start going too far, but writing as a solitary act is one thing. But writing in in a way is also kind of egotistical act, um, and that puts us at very great odds with the fact that most of us are introverts and incredibly uh, judgmental of ourselves and our creative work. Um, because on the one hand, you have, I have a story to tell, and it's good enough that other people want to read it. And on the other hand, you have, I am shy, and I don't want anyone to ever look at my work. And when you go to a writing convention or to a writing group or to a reading and you start to talk to people about your work, you're like, combine, combining this state of excitement about your personal creative endeavors and terror at expressing those creative desires and, uh, and experiments to strangers, um, it, it's, it's a wild thing. It's, it's, it's a conundrum. Um, but I, I found that, that kind of like fight or flight thing that started to happen to me uh, at the convention i found it electrifying um and the reason why i think i found that convention so good was because it uh it was so heavily focused on craft and it started with writing exercises and it was just it was very direct in its approach to talking about writing as opposed to kind of like highfalutin chances for people to sort of sell themselves to each other it was like let's sit down and write for 75 minutes and that was awesome. It was it was it was in a, I was in a room full of people writing, and it was amazing. Um, and I'm really hoping to get that. I mean, I know I'm going to get that out of the Writing Excuses Cruise because it's a writing workshop. It's a retreat, not a convention. Uh, I don't think that'll happen at Worldcon. I think it's going to be a lot of the business of writing. And so I'm very I'm eager and a little bit nervous about what what's going to happen there. But I think that coming out of the writing intensive, going into the business intensive, will also be a very interesting transition. Um, I don't know. It, it's going to be interesting. We'll see. John, what was the convention we went in to in Toronto? Oh, I was just going to mention that, actually. Um, we went to World Fantasy. Because mm -hmm. as you're talking about, like, that's a really good point, that there are kind of two types of conventions. Uh, and one is they there's ones that are geared towards writers, which you'll find as a writer, there's a lot of room for growth. You could learn a lot, meet other writers. And then there's ones that tend to be more geared towards readers, and and so they'd be like, uh, often they they might have cosplay, um, so they're more fan oriented things, um, and they might still have a component of uh, writing craft and things for the writers there, because there's going to be a lot of writers showing up to meet with fans. But um, it's important to know that in what con you're going to go to. The one that um, we went to. Um, 
say that was end of 2012, was World Fantasy, and it was in Toronto. And I mean, initially we had no idea what it was going to be, but a lot of the panels were just they were they didn't interest us. They were editors talking about they were tossing all kinds of names of books and authors and trends and like we got up and left with 20 minutes had no idea what they were talking it was so hard to follow and we spent most of the convention in the hotel lobby writing by the fireplace which is cool that was cool but the one thing that made that trip worth it was the when I found out that Brandon Sanderson just showed up with his magic cards. <laughs> and, and so uh, so I went and got a copy of The Emperor's Soul, uh-huh. and, and he was signing books. And so I have got him to sign it, and I met him, and I have a picture of me with him. It was so cool. Nice. That, that was awesome. So, I mean, I've had mixed experiences with conventions, and I definitely think it's it's about um, just making sure you go there with the mind that you're going to have fun as a writer. And I think it sounds like your approach with cons is, is, is very much along those lines. It's not sort of with an agenda where you may go and really just stress yourself out a lot. And I find that <clears throat> authors, and this is where I think there's a bit of a writer slash author distinction. I find people that go to conventions as authors, um, tend to bring their ego with them and I hate to make a statement like that because it shouldn't be a blanket statement because people are people and they bring who they are Mm -hmm. but when I go to a convention as an author I find that I'm suddenly put in competition with these other people that call themselves authors and there's a whole lot of ego being thrown about and I again I stress that not everybody that is some mm-hmm. few specific but there's a strong people. vibe of it and yes. so for me that ruins a convention yeah. if I go to a convention again I'd go as a writer I wouldn't really mention my publishing credits to anybody unless they specifically yep. ask because if you go as a writer then there's less ego there you might still see you you will meet some people with ego but there's less of that competition yeah, there was a writer at one of the conventions we went to that was telling me about the time he met George R. R. Martin at a convention. Because he goes to a lot of conventions, and he didn't know who he was. And this was already, he was already a, a, a New York Times best-selling author. I think he had three books out, or he, he had was into the third uh, Song of Ice and Fire book. And But this guy had no clue who he was, just this really friendly, jolly man sat down and he introduced himself said so what do you do he says george r r martin said i like to scribble (laughs) and there was a guy beside him who said don't you know who that is it's like george r r martin and then it changed yeah i mean you know he and even george r R. martin on his blog will say when you see me at a convention don't don't talk about writing don't talk about my book talk about football or Whatever. Yeah. And I think that's an important point uh, when you're going out there as a writer and, and getting outside. Is it, I mean, yes, it's great to connect to readers and stuff, but it's if you, that can happen organically and your focus is on just creating community and connecting, well, that's it, a whole lot better. It comes down to this. Oh, sorry. All that being said, I did meet my first publisher at a convention and I got my first publishing deal because of a convention. So, but it was secondary. We yeah. didn't go there with that intention. So I did want to at least acknowledge that mm-hmm. because that does happen at conventions, but I didn't go with that intention. It but just that, sort of happened out of conversation. That plays in perfectly to what I was about to say, and that is that 
if you go there, if you go to anywhere, it could be a cafe, it could be a convention, it could be the moon, it could be, uh, you know, Manhattan, Fifth Street of Manhattan to just like wave your manuscript outside of that building. Um, if you go there with the intention to sell something, people can see that. If you go there and you're authentic and you're interested and the thing you're selling is not even necessarily the first the furthest thing from your mind at the time but pretty far down the list uh, after things like genuine interest in who you're talking to um desire to learn more about uh the people in your community around you um those kinds of things they they, they play real well in the selling game uh, authenticity is like super valuable um, and not authenticity for selling's sake, authenticity for authenticity's sake. I'm sure the reason why that sale came about was because you were having a meaningful interaction with someone and then it turned naturally to this event where you would sell something. Um, but like, I don't know, I, I don't know any uh, agents and I don't know any editors for any of the large companies, uh, but I can't imagine any of them are particularly happy when someone like chases them to an elevator, gets in the elevator with them and starts pitching a book. Like, I don't think that's a thing, even though it's called an elevator pitch, like probably don't do that to people. Like, how, how would you feel if you were just like accosted by someone and, and it wasn't just like once, it was like many thousands of times a week digitally. And then every time you go anywhere in public that is within the genre, within your uh, professional wheelhouse. Um, so it's just kind of like have consideration and change the intent of why you're there. Um, go there to learn, go there to play, go there to meet, um, go there to have a good time, whatever that might mean for you. Um, because that's, that's what I intend to do. And I've found that by bringing, bringing the person that I would like to hang out with as myself, like the person who's like, Oh, what are you writing about? And then listen for 30 minutes. Like, I would way rather talk to that person than someone who's like, let me tell you my amazing pitch. Wouldn't you buy that? Like, that's not, I don't know, that's not someone that I would want to talk to at a convention, so I don't want to be that guy either. Um, yeah. But yeah, so, so we're, we're, we're approaching time. Um, but like, check Meetup. Meetup is a good, good place to find writing groups. Go to cafes, a lot of places in town here. Uh, they'll put like writing groups, post flyers, um, reach out to people you've talked to online on Twitter who are local and be like, Hey, do you guys have a writing group? Um, if that's something that you're interested in, otherwise don't do it. It's totally chill. Um, like if, if going outside isn't your thing, don't feel obligated to do it. Um, I have found that it has benefited me. Um, I think a lot of other people have found that it has benefited them, but it is by no means a requirement for you. Uh, so don't let me catch you saying that I told you you had to do it. Because that's not, that's misrepresenting my words, listener, and I don't appreciate that at all. <laughs> um, do you guys have any final thoughts before we wrap up the uh, the old recorder? Uh, sure, I have uh, one, actually. Um, well, the whole topic of this episode is uh, go outside. If you are, like, a painful introvert, like I often am, there are ways to go outside without actually going outside. Uh, you can have writers groups online. I know John was part of a Skype-based writers group for a while. Um, and there are some really good, helpful writing forums as well. Um, I will make the one recommendation. If you write romance or erotica, there's a site called dirtydiscourse.com, and they have a forum. 
you have to pay to be part of the forum, but it is the most helpful writing forum I've ever been a part of. And there's no ego there. There's no attitude. There's no fighting. I bet that's because of the pay. I bet when you when you pay to be a part of that group, you take it more seriously. That's a really interesting approach. And they also kick you out if you cause any trouble. Oh, wow. So that's that's really awesome. It's called Dirty Discourse? DirtyDiscourse.com. Very um, cool. It is more erotica-oriented, but uh, romance as well. But I'm sure there are other such forums for totally. other genres. I know Nathan Bransford's site at NathanBransford.com had a very helpful forum a few years back, and I saw he was just in the Writer's Digest Top 101 websites oh, cool. so it must still be a helpful place mm-hmm. um, and there's always you know like reddit and uh, a variety of slack groups and twitter is an amazing place to go outside without going outside um so so yeah it, it's it's interact with with the, the wider writing world in, in some capacity um because it has been i mean sure there are if anywhere you go there will be things that rub you the wrong way but by and large, uh, branching out and interacting with a larger writing world has been such a pleasure for me, and it has been massively influential in my writing. Um, so I, I can't recommend it highly enough. So what are we recommending? We're recommending a look up a convention, right? Yeah. If there, you... I mean, I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it if if if, if yeah. neither of you minds. Uh, look up a convention in your area. Maybe there's one uh, taking place soon. If you're in the Bay Area, Baycon is coming up. I think it's baycon.org. Um, if that's not your cup of tea, look up a reading group. Go to a bookstore and like tap someone on the shoulder or follow a bookstore on Twitter and then do the equivalent there. Um, whatever feels right to you. Uh, but but please it, make sure that you go in disguise. Um, like You dress up as uh, as an outlandish thing maybe a Star Trek crew officer, uh, you know, Chewbacca. Um, <laughs> that, was, that was pretty good, honestly. Like, I, I usually need to warm up before... <laughs> like, you, you heard... Because I'm going to do this. <laughs> awesome. Um, my cat has just begun what I would call an inappropriate display near me. So I'm going to go handle that oh. little creature, uh, and we're going to sign off here. Like, Lady May, you can't just lick yourself on the table like that <laughs> it's highly inappropriate bring your cat too if you're gonna go she i want you to know something when i told her that she looked at me like i was insane she was like <laughs> of course i'm gonna do that here oh, yeah, yeah what are you my mom <laughs> yes Is that the cat? that's a cat's personality yeah. i love her it's because i'm infected with toxoplasmosis anyway oh that's a brilliant idea <laughs> <laughs> i wish you all a, an absolutely wonderful time uh, branching out and meeting people or staying inside and meeting people, whatever it is that's comfortable for you. Uh, John, Craig, thank you as always for joining me. Listeners, thank you for joining us, and we will catch you on the flip side later. Is it gangster enough? You, th- you guys think I sounded really gangster just now? That was gangster. Maybe. <laughs> Dealing with. <laughs>